Hello and welcome to the Conjecturing Horrors podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And Greg. Hey, what's up? And I'm your host, Rob. How's everybody doing tonight? Great, Rob. Great. Doing good. Doing good. Great. You guys with the withstanding the heat. Oh my know? god. <laughs> no. No. We're, we're all uh, we're Pretty. all over here and like uh, well, me and Greg are SoCal. Technically, Laura is NorCal, uh, but I think we're all the same. I think we're all in the 90s, close to hundreds. Right, Laura? Ooh, yeah. It's going to get up to like 109, 111 in the next few days, it says. Dang. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the weather is forcing me to shower more than once a week now. It's pretty, <laughs> getting pretty blazing out there. <laughs> oh, quarantine life. Quarantine life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we're all here to, we're all here to record, though. That's good. So that's, uh, you know, a yes. little, little joy in our life that's not sweating our balls off, you know. <laughs> And I guess, and tits, Laura, it's okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So let's, uh, so we're doing special drinks tonight, actually, uh, in honor of the movie we're watching tonight, uh, Host. We're going to be doing shots. So let me get the drop going and we'll all kind of say what shots we are bringing to the pod tonight. Our astral shots. Astral shots. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what shots we got. What's up, Cubs? All right, so uh, Laura, what uh, what what astral shot are you bringing tonight? I will be taking a shot or two of Casamigos tequila, the George Clooney shit. Wow, George Clooney shots. Okay, that yeah. bottle looks like it was straight out of a, a chemistry lab. That looks dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and just so everybody's listening to, we're we're experimenting with Zoom backgrounds right now, so we all have like a space. Uh, background we're, we're calling it the astro astro realm um, astro plane astro plane astro plane uh you know but it, it enables us not to see certain things in certain moments so yeah it, it's uh it, it's cool but then has its you know negatives um uh greg what uh what shot are you drinking tonight okay well you guys are killing your livers i'm gonna drink water what water <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you're not drinking water. Okay, no, I'm just messing with the idea of a drink here. I feel like fire was a, a recurring theme in this movie, so I will be doing fireball shots. Nice. Oh, dang. Nice, nice. Yeah. I was going to say, nice. I was going to be like, don't be a Gemma, man. Get that shit mm-hmm. out of here. Nice, yeah. And I'm just doing uh, I'm just doing straight, uh, just whiskey. Just straight whiskey shot. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we got our shots gone. You guys all ready? Do you want shot? Come on, Laura. Well, I, hang on. No, no, no. <laughs> How many are we going to be doing here? <laughs> Come on, Laura. One or it's two, be- right? Oh, we'll see what game question I have for you guys. Uh, that's why sh- that's why shots are involved. Did you just say game? Ooh. Game slash question. We'll see how it's going to go. Let's get one shot ready. All right. <laughs> shit. Let's drink it up. All right. Happy spookies. Happy spookies. <laughs> <laughs> Laura. <laughs> oh. I'm also drinking a beer mm-hmm. uh, because I'm clearly dressed as Carolyn, Caroline, and I've got my poor mask over the T-zone, and she was the only one drinking a beer. And so, cheers. Chasing my shots with the beer. Greg, have you heard of the T-zone? Is That that sounds like something dirty to me. The <laughs> T-zone? The T-zone? Is that what it's, <laughs> oh, is, come on. It sounds raunchy. I'm so unfamiliar yeah, that, with that. That's what this area is called. Hmm. I never heard of the T-Zone. Wow. Okay. All right. There you go. 
Okay. Well, I thought I was just doing something wrong. My 30 years of life, I've never done that before. Okay. Um, okay. And then uh, I'm just kind of somewhat just like uh, like Gemma, I guess. I got my glasses on. I got my uh, got my mask on. Trying to break into Haley's house. Uh, probably gonna make things worse. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> you know. Um, and Greg, you just kind of you're just wearing a uh, you're wearing pajamas. <laughs> got my like baggy sweatshirt. I got. Oh. oh. <laughs> My God! Okay. What Greg, just Greg, happened? Greg just got, a, got attacked. Got short... Greg, Greg got attacked by a ghost. <laughs> uh, in my sweatpants, I, I I tried to do a move where like I I kick, but I'm not as as limber as I used to be, so I just brought down the equipment. <laughs> wow! <laughs> nice, Greg. Nice. That is funny. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good job, Greg. Good job. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, so uh, so let's do we have any? Let's get some little bit of updates right now before we get into more of the movie here. Um, we don't really got any listener comments, questions from previous shows. Uh, last week we did Tremors. I don't think we want to want to talk about dicks anymore. Uh, so no. I think we're good there. I think we did it enough. Um, I think the only update we have is Greg. Greg wants to talk a little bit about this Annabelle doll thing going around. I guess uh, when we dropped the Conjuring episode, which was like two weeks ago, I guess news broke that the the doll from uh, from the Conjuring, the real Annabelle, I guess escaped the asylum or something like it. Greg, what was going on? I have no idea where this story originated from, but um, yeah, it's uh, Annabelle started trending on Twitter like Friday afternoon. Coincidentally, after we we dropped our uh, Conjuring episode, and the rumor was that the doll had escaped had escaped that room of, you know, haunted objects. And um, supposedly, you know, the the room is um, like under high security and it's being watched and monitored by Ed and Lorraine Warren's son. And he kind of threw out a, a, a video saying like, oh, I, you know, I checked on the doll. It looks okay. She, she's here. So I don't know if, it, you know, she got out and came back in or if she never mm-hmm. left in the first place. But uh, I thought that was like pretty creepy to hear. Yeah, we, we were we were joking that the Annabelle doll escaped and it went to Laura's house uh, when we were recording our Conjuring episode and flickered the lights and was banging on the door and then she kind of just went back home maybe. I don't know, but uh, that was pretty crazy that the doll supposedly escaped. And also, like, if you're you're the son of Ed and Lorraine Warren, you're not going to fess up of losing the doll. You're not going to be like, hey, guys, guess what? I let the doll escape. You're, you're going to go on, online or whatever and be like, hey, guys, everything's cool. Don't worry. I didn't, like, let a demon wander the streets like that's what you're gonna say of course so oh man yeah i was telling laura she better check uh, her her child's uh, doll collection make sure there's not a little annabelle sneaking in there you know <laughs> <laughs> good luck laura good luck um yeah so that's pretty much it all we got for updates right now so like we said we're doing host this week uh, 2020 host um so i chose this movie because it's so, you know, relevant to how we do things and how we record and everything that I just thought that, like, how can we not do this movie now? Um, and just hearing all the buzz about it and people, you know, 100% are Rotten Tomatoes. We wanted to just do it. Um, and especially coming off the Conjuring episode, I was like, oh, we definitely get to jump into this and see if we get haunted more. Um, but uh, we'll see what goes on tonight with our recording, yeah. you know? We have these, like they said, we talked about, we have these like backgrounds we put, this, these like space astro backgrounds. So like if something I think was standing behind Laura, we couldn't see it, I don't think. So that's kind of creepier, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens tonight. I'm recording on video. So if anything crazy happens, we'll get it. Um, 
Yeah, so let's uh, let's transition now to our horror segment of the week. It's why I have shots for these guys. So this week I have for you guys. Oh no! All right, this week it's. Uh, I didn't really know what to title it. It's. I mean, I know what to title it. I don't know what to distinguish it as. It's not really a winner loser thing. Uh, like, so it's not going to go against the overall record of Laura versus Greg, but it does involve shots. And it does involve you guys telling the truth. So I'm okay with one of those things. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's pretty, this game in question is pretty much based on the crazy things people do, like have seances and try to communicate with other entities and stuff like that. Um, because like we've seen in this movie and almost every other horror movie, it always goes smoothly. So um, I wanted to play with you guys. Uh, never have I ever. Mm. So I want to do Never Have I Ever with you guys, and I'll give you a couple stupid things games people have played in the past, and um, and you guys have to take a shot if you have done it. Well, now, wait a second. What if you've done it? That's why I'm drinking, too. That's why I brought my shot glass, too, Laura. Nice. Come on. Mm-hmm. Also, Rob, what are you drinking exactly? It's like... Syrup. Yeah, it's just, it's whiskey. Oh, my God, my cat's in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i thought it was i thought it was fucking annabelle (laughs) that's and that's like my old cat that makes a really fucked up meow dude that was why why does she sound like a doll with a pull cord on it (laughs) i told you laura because i I told you it's true like we literally cannot see anything behind you so like i said somebody could be coming in and we have no idea until your face starts hitting the computer screen (laughs) that's it Oh uh, man, I don't I don't know if I like these backgrounds. It's actually kind of creepy. <laughs> um okay, okay, okay. Like like I said, if I've done it, I'll take a shot anyway. Um so I'm gonna give you guys a couple scenarios. Um and you guys just have to drink if you've done it, and then we'll kind of get into possibly a story. Right, you have a I have story to pour it, my so. next shot ready. It's gonna be a quick one too. It's not super long. You know, I only got a couple, but uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want these guys getting too hammered. <laughs> too late. Laura- <laughs> yeah, too late for Laura. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to call you guys, call bullshit on you guys, because I feel like that first shot, neither one of you made a face. So I'm like, man. I made a face on mine. Let me tell you why I didn't make a face, because I love, I I, I could drink Fireball all day like it was, like it was Gatorade. It's like liquid hot tamales to me. It's so good. I'm so unfazed That's exactly by it. what it is, and that's disgusting. Well, that's one opinion. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's get into let's get into the game here. So never have I ever. Okay. So you guys ready? You got shots are all poured, yep. right? Okay. Yep. All the listeners, I'll I'll tell you guys who's doing a shot or not, and we'll get into it. Okay. So first uh first event here. <gasps> um. Okay. So never have I ever played Bloody Mary. Any of you guys played Bloody Mary? Yep. Drinking. Okay. Drinking. Me too. Oh, both are drinking. Both are drinking. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking. Mm. You have not. Oh, you've watched too much. Uh, no. Too much uh, supernatural. <laughs> Yes. Laura doesn't like her. Laura's, Laura's feeling the Bloody Mary. Yeah. You know what? Can I just say? Mm-hmm. I love tequila. I love this Casamigos tequila, but I just am too old to fucking take shots, you know? It's, <laughs> it's rough. I just want them in my exactly. margaritas. Oh, You're still young. Sorry. You, you guys realize that I may actually faceplant on the screen, just like <laughs> she does tonight. I, you may actually see me go, womp. Mm-hmm. Onto the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so you guys both drank. You both played Bloody Mary in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you guys were like little. Yeah. Little. Yeah. It wasn't like last week. 
<laughs> so how old were you how old were you guys when you did it were you alone and did like anything happen did you get creeped out what did you see anything Nothing? no this is like the shit i used to do at sleepovers all the time i was probably like 11 or 12 mm-hmm. you know nothing ever happened you just went with like a bunch of girls and you guys all went in the bath isn't that right is that's the thing right you go in the bathroom yeah. and you look in the mirror and turn off the lights and you say bloody mary three times like beetlejuice and then that's right bloody mary supposed to pop out or something mm-hmm. nothing did any do any other girls be like boo like oh, scare yeah. Everybody? yeah oh yeah like, <laughs> someone would like get down on the ground and then touch someone else's leg that she wasn't standing anywhere near and and then pop back up she was just being a gem she was being a gemma yeah we had a different version i mean we were probably seven or eight you know they would close you um in a locked bathroom with the lights off <laughs> you do the thing and it, it's creepy and everybody pretends they see something so they lock you they actually how old were you you were like seven or eight you said yeah it's like first or second grade you you know they I, I don't know how schools are now like i think lights are automatic you don't even have uh, control over their function but back then you could turn it off lock somebody in and not let them out so you'd be in this kind of like um Maybe like the slit at the bottom of the door let in enough light for you to be absolutely haunted by the vague shadows you saw in the mirror. You would you would say the the Bloody Mary name a few times in a row. Like you said, Beetlejuice, wait mm-hmm. there. And then people would shake on the door. You would get out and it's like, ah! Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's that's definitely way more aggressive than Laura's being like forced yeah, to do it. That's pretty that's crazy. That's horrifying. Yeah, they wouldn't they, they wouldn't let you out unless they heard you like repeat the name. You couldn't you couldn't okay. bail. Yeah. You didn't see anything, Greg? Nothing. Uh, if I did, I suppressed it. <laughs> that's true. That's this true. This is like borderline like hate. This is hazing. This is oh, is. oh yeah, it's it's a hundred percent abuse. But you know that's the eighties for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Good job, guys. Good job. Okay. All right. So next one I got. Next one I got for you guys. Okay. Uh, so never have I ever played with a Ouija board. Mm-mm. Wow. Mm. Neither of you played with a Ouija no board. No way, oh, okay. bro. Well then, well then I got a drink then. What? I I actually have played with a Ouija board. Damn, you should oh drink double. Goodness. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> there, Laura. Are you happy you got a reaction? Yeah, I am. I thought you were faking it. I was like, is that Coca-Cola in there? Because I'm going <laughs> to fucking spend a demon through Zoom to kick your ass. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we did Ouija board once when we were like younger. Uh, my dad had like a Ouija board for some reason. He, I think he thought it was like a child's game. Um, oh so he God. got it for us and... We tried it once and nothing really happened, but I feel like we didn't really know like what was even going on in the situation, you know, mm-hmm. but I definitely would not do a Ouija board now. Fuck that shit. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Unless one day we get on Patreon and people want to pay us 20 bucks and we'll do a Ouija board. <laughs> 20 bucks for my life, possibly? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I mean, we'll, we'll do a higher tier than that. Okay. All right. That's You're right. high. So, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So next one we got here. All right. Uh, okay. Never have I ever uh, played light as a feather, stiff as a board. Ah. So what about that one, Laura? You doing another shot, Laura? Wow. I have to do things. another shot. Mm-hmm. Not you, Greg? You never I feel did like that? I've heard of that, but I have no idea what it even is. What? Laura, oh my god, we did that us? all the time. Okay, good, because I need a break before I do this. Okay. Um, so light as a feather, stiff as a board. Again, sleepovers, bunch of girls. Um, you would have someone lie on the floor. 
and you every other girl would just put their fingertips like underneath all around and you would just chant light as a feather stiff as a board light as a feather (laughs) stiff as a board and the theory was is that then you could start lifting her and she was light as a feather and like a lot of times we would lift each other because you know we were fucking like i don't know 80 pounds you know i mean it was i don't know that's still so, a lot to lift uh, just by your fingers. Never did anyone just like start floating off by themselves, though, <laughs> which I think is, you know, the mm-hmm. point. That's such a, cr- by the way, that's one of the creepiest chant lines that I've ever heard mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's really it's scary. Mo- it's most famous from the movie The Craft. Yeah. That's what they, they do that in The Craft. Have <sighs> you never seen The Craft, Greg? No. Nah. No? Dang. Oh, Laura got, surpri- Laura got surprised and took a shot. That was crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to have to change my movie last minute if that's I the know. case. Jeez. I know. That's crazy, Greg. Okay. I'm going to have to do a shot, too, because I played that, too. Ooh. Ooh. Mine, is a, mine is a sad tale, actually. Um, I would say in middle school, a sleepover, similar to Laura's. Um, it, was, it was co-ed, guys and girls. It wasn't just a bunch of guys trying to touch each other with their fingertips. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, we, you know, we, we tried to do it and like two people went before me. One was like a very small girl. And then one was like a very like slender man. I, I'm more of a husky type. Uh, so, so when it was my, when it was, when it was my turn to go, um, they, they chanted for like two seconds and they said, we can't lift you fatty. And then it was just like, my turn was over. So it was pretty sad. So. Yeah. Oh my so, god! Oh. So that was so that was my experience, yeah. you know. Well, that's also child abuse. So yeah, mental, well, yeah, abuse, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. Damn. I was just I just went in the corner and ate some more s'mores, and I was good to go. So it was okay, you know. Yeah. Okay, so you had the best time out of everyone, then. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Externally, wow. I had the best time. Internally, the worst time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. dude. Okay, if it if it if it helps you, man, they were just bad at magic. You know, they just couldn't get the yeah, the, the witchcraft true. going. So. Yeah, it's probably, it probably them. It's probably them. It not was my, there. It was definitely not, them. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't me being big bone like my mom said. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're breaking my heart. I've had like eighteen thousand shots. I don't know what's uh, going. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll take more shots. I'll forget about the pain. It'll be okay. No. <laughs> um. All right. So all right. So I got uh I got one more here. Okay. So this is this is the last one here. I didn't want to go too long with this. So this is the last one. Okay. So, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Laura, Laura drank almost every time, so it didn't really matter. Guys, I might barf today. <laughs> Tonight. Today? Tonight? Hey, in it's space, almost- there is no day or night on the astral plane. <laughs> this is why I've got my Gemma water. Last one. Last one. We're done. It's the last one, Laura. Last one, okay? Uh, never have I ever played a music box while clapping three times. <laughs> <laughs> So I think me and Greg have to drink because I, I was the one that played the music box on the Conjuring episode and me and Greg's claps equaled three times. So I think that's me and Greg. Me and Greg did that shit. Cheers, buddy. We, sum- we summoned the ghost to Laura's house. Yeah. So that's the... I'd have just thrown up in my mouth a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's the that's the last Never Have I Ever, otherwise titled Get Laura Drunk. Uh, so, Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, why? I, I thought that was such a good idea. I was like, oh, yeah, they take their cheeky shots. Like, I want to take a cheeky shot. And now I'm like, fuck them, man. Why did they have to do that? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> oh. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody wants to email uh, us in, let me know any other, you know, paranormal type games you played as a kid or any type of folklore things that you did as a child or even an adult, because there's some ones online that you read about where you're just like, what the hell is this thing about? Um, you can hit us conjecturing pod at Gmail or Twitter, Instagram at conjecturing pod. Yeah. So it's time to get into the movie now. Uh, Laura's little Laura's drunk. So we should be fun here. So it's time to let's light the candles. <laughs> Let's light our candles and get to the movie this week. Um, yeah, so like we said, we're doing host this week, 2020, director Rob uh, Savage. Um, this was like, I guess, no real box office because it was just on Shutter. It's a Shutter original. Laura, were you able to find anything with a budget? Oh my gosh. I searched so many articles on this and every article just said they had a micro budget. A micro bu- I'm like, okay, but... Yeah. I just want a number, but no, no one's willing to share that information, which is totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Laura is going to be able to read all these interesting facts, but uh, she's going to give it a go right now. I don't know. Have fun, Laura. All right. This was inspired by a prank that was created by Rob Savage. Uh, the short featured Savage investigating strange sounds in his attic. While on a group video chat with others, which by the way, the others were mostly the cast of this movie, uh, it was initially intended as a prank and the others were totally unaware that there was going to be a frightening visual that would pop up on the camera. Savage placed the video online where it went viral. I don't know if you guys watched it. I definitely want to know if you did. I did. Yeah. Uh, And then, yeah, Savage found that the format was easy to watch and just chose to apply it to a feature length film. So that's kind of how it all started. Wow. That's pretty cool. Did you watch it, Rob? I I watched up to the part where he went in the attic and I'm like, no, I don't want to. I got got nervous. I got nervous. I got nervous. I got enough enough fucking demons watching the movie, man. (laughs) I didn't want to see like another demon shit, man. Yeah, they had, they kind of did the same thing where he looked, looked around, he did like a pan 180 and nobody on the zoom call was expecting it. And then boom, suddenly kind of like a scary insidious face looking creature kind of comes into view and goes, ah, Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that seems like the similar story to uh, Lights Out. Uh, Lights Out had that little short that the guy made. It was like a couple minutes long, and then everybody saw that it blew up and went viral, and that got him a whole fucking movie, you know? Yeah. Um, Same with Mama. That's Oh, that's true, Mama, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what we need to do, guys. We need to make a creepy viral video in Laura's house, of course, because it's haunted. Um yeah, and then uh, we can make it go viral, and then uh, we can just make a movie. That'd be pretty sweet. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. What do we got next? What do we got next, Laura? Well, obviously, host was filmed while quarantine restrictions were in place due to COVID nineteen, uh, and Savage had to direct the actors remotely, where they had to set up their own cameras, their own lighting, and stunts. Uh, practical effects were also handled by the actors, and there was a virtual workshop that was held on how to set up effects such as moving doors or making things fly off shelves. Um, I actually read deeper into this fun fact too, just because this is something that is so fascinating to me for this movie, just the fact that it was made during these times. And, um, you know, this was made back in like March and April where when restrictions were even stricter than they are now. Mm-hmm. And I was reading about things like, as simple as at the very end of the movie, when Haley and Gemma do that elbow bump 
that wasn't even Gemma. That was Haley's live-in boyfriend doing the elbow bump with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though Gemma was in her home when she was, Haley was in another room. She was with mm. one other person. Oh, Everyone was wow. in full PPE gear. I mean, wow. truly the majority of this movie was completely done in isolation. And when it wasn't for those one or two times, it was, um, it was just really intense. So Jeez. Dang, that's crazy. I mean, it's awesome. Something yeah, good yeah. coming from all of this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last fact, which I also love, is that the guy who played Teddy, he's an actual stunt actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that scene where he's on fire, he was actually set on fire. Oh, That nice. was real. Wow. Not, not yeah. like his face, though. That was CGI, I think, right? I don't know. So I, I've been trying to read articles on exactly how much CGI they used. And mm-hmm. I mean, every article is pretty much sticking to the fact that it was 90% practical effects and that the only CGI used wasn't actually used in a full scene. It was just used to clean something up. That's mm. what's been like recited over and over again. Um, That's hard, man. I, when we were in high school, we were, we lit a guy on fire oh. to like film a, <laughs> a history video. And he jumped in a, in a pool after like being on fire for like one second. And he came out with some serious burns. So that's, that's difficult to pull off practically. Wait a second now. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. I'm sorry, but <laughs> you guys lit a guy on fire. Wait, let, let me set it up. But it's, Greg, never have I ever lit a guy on fire. <laughs> You gotta take a shot, Rick. <laughs> oh, Jesus I, I didn't, Christ! I didn't. I didn't actually light the match. I just. I condoned it, and he lit himself on fire. Was he like a? Did he want to be a stunt man? Was this guy just fucking? Was it a kid? Was a kid then, right? Oh man, yeah. He was. He was our age. His name was Ren. Ren, if you're out there, you know, shout out to Ren. Yeah. yeah. I, so, so Ren's probably deceased, and now on the Zoom recording. Oh, no. <laughs> We're gonna have some kind of fire, fire demon. Fire, fire demon come. Mm-hmm. No wonder. No wonder it's so hot in here. Shit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm impressed by uh by, by Teddy's uh balls, man. Do that. That's that's impressive. There's the end sound button. <laughs> <laughs> Greg finally got one. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Actually, uh, adding on to this bit. Um, his girlfriend in the movie, Ginny, she was actually also a stunt actor and she is actually Emma's stunt double. So when Emma falls mm-hmm. at the end, that's actually Ginny doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy what they did on this small budget. So I creative. Know. So interesting. And wow. It's amazing. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dang, nice. That's it. All the interesting facts and lore. That's it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Um. Pretty much for cast. I mean, literally everybody plays themselves. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You got Haley Bishop. Uh, it's Haley, of course. You got Redina Drondova. You know, Redina. Uh. You got Gemma Moore as Gemma. You know. Then the rest of them. Pretty much everybody kind of plays themselves more or less. Um. Which is pretty crazy. Uh. We definitely we follow all them on Twitter now and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just they're you know they just seem like they're having like a blast right now. Like everybody yeah. is loving what they did and people are talking about it you know um so it's just really cool you know it's really it's supposed to be so exciting for them to just do something for the fun of it probably you know not thinking a lot of people are going to see it and just like this thing is blowing up it's crazy yeah you know we're we're all in quarantine and the fact that they wanted to do something like artistic and creative with that time um i've seen a lot of jokes like oh everyone else has been baking bread from scratch but you know they wanted to make a movie and it's 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 awesome it's super inspiring 
and also piggybacking on what you just said, like we follow them on Twitter and they are, they're awesome. They are super responsive with everybody that reaches out to them, answering everyone's questions. And it's just like, it's, it's really refreshing and nice to see that. And I mean, that's why everyone, it's like people love the movie. Sure. But people love them. And that's why, you know, the movie's getting even more love because they're like awesome people and they were, they played awesome characters. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my two cents. That was more than two cents, Laura. That was like a good $5 bill. You know what? You made me take a lot of shots. So I don't know what's (laughs) happening right now, but you got, you got so insightful. (laughs) Yeah. That was good. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, when you drink alcohol, the truth comes out. So it's from the heart. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Greg admitted to burning someone to death. So yeah, truth is coming out. Hey, he lived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He totally lived. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that kid for sure had a death wish, but it was impressive on film. No question. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get to synopsis, Laura. Let's get to synopsis for this movie. What do you got? What do you got? All right. Well, it is the year 2020 and there is a worldwide <laughs> pandemic happening. And <laughs> Here we are in, in London, and we've got a group, group of friends that are getting together on Zoom, um, and they, one of the friends, Haley, she wants to have a seance over Zoom. So they all pop on and they get a medium, but unfortunately, one of them uh, disrespects the spirits, which brings a presence into the Zoom call. Uh, and so for 56 minutes, we as the audience get the pleasure of watching that Zoom call go down, literally. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's get into the movie now. Let's just kind of start with the opening, you know. Uh, what do you guys think of the opening in this movie? You know, the, the whole, like, like Zoom setup I thought was fucking pretty perfect and accurate to mm-hmm. what we deal with on a daily basis when we, we record. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'm on Zoom, GoToMeeting, MS Teams, all kinds of different platforms, like, on a weekly basis. And the way that they set this uh, up, it, it's, it's more or less like, that everyone's a little bit awkward. There's always the person that has like the audio issues, the feedback issues. <laughs> People are trying to figure out their backgrounds. Everyone's got their little marquee picture that pops up before. Um, I thought the intro was great. You know, it, it l- let you feel that this was an actual meeting that was happening. I mean, literally the first thing that you see is like a window that pops up and it's the Zoom, it's the Zoom call. Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of people are communicating now because we can't be in person. So um I thought it was great. It took like 10 or 15 minutes to really get everybody together and talking and set up. But that's kind of like how a Zoom call is. It's it's not, mm-hmm. it's a little bit messy. People aren't really familiar with the technology. And I thought yeah. it, it made it very organic and it felt like a natural opening to the characters in, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I w- what do you think, Laura? What do you think of the opening? Well, just commenting on that, I mean, look at us, you guys. We've been using Zoom for months now, mm-hmm. and I still feel like we have a good 30 minutes of kind of just testing everything and fixing any issues before we start. <laughs> so it's very, it was very realistic. Um, yeah, 29 minutes of Greg. Uh, and me and Laura have a minute. Yeah. You're being generous. <laughs> it's usually like 40 minutes of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the scene in particular where uh, Gemma like signs on with her phone and computer at the same time, and she's like having feedback. Oh, mm-hmm. I wrote in my notes. I'm like, what a Greg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as the beginning, I guess kind of 
jumping on that train actually um i i do like um how we just get to know the characters really well um and kind of you know feel for all of them and i love how the very first two characters you meet are Haley and Gemma who and this is what I don't understand. They don't seem to like each other very much, but they're friends, Mm -hmm. but they're friends. Why would she invite her to a seance? It's so, it's so crazy. And it's like, you know, we see Gemma try to get into the waiting room. She's the first one in, but Haley's busy. She's like putting on her sweatshirt, you know, doing stuff around her apartment. Uh, And so then because Gemma and Haley live so close together, Gemma decides, oh, I'm just going to hop on over and like throw sticks at her window. Like, hey, Mm -hmm. let me in. Which I can kind of see being like, Jesus, give me a minute, you know. Um, But then from there, it's like, oh, God, they're such good actors. Like, I feel everything. Mm. All those looks they would give each other you know, where they would kind of look at each other over the screen. One of them would be looking down and the other one would look. And then uh, I guess that's called eye tennis. I've never heard that term before. Hmm. Makes sense. I I thought that was just genius. You know, the fact that Gemma's like, is it okay if I answer an email? And Haley's like, oh, okay, sure. It's like, what? Why why can't she answer an email? The whole thing just, I felt that. I was like, man, there's some drums going on. Yeah. You felt the tension, the tension. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, because I was wondering too. Like, once everybody all comes and it's like whatever, was it five five women? Yeah. yeah. I I was trying to figure out like, okay, who is like the friend of the friend? Like, like who's the one that's like has this group together? You know what I mean? Because I feel like there's probably one friend, and like that friend is friends with maybe Gemma on the side or friends with Haley on the side, and like so as a group they hang out. Because clearly Haley and Gemma like don't seem to be friends i think you know uh, i hate to admit this but with women i think that even sometimes when you're really close friends with someone you get into these like little fights and no one really wants to talk Mm. about it and it just makes you super passive aggressive with each other so Mm. they probably had some like crazy backstory with that you know and Gemma's trying to play it play it off play it cool you know be silly like we're fine and Haley's like doing something that's very serious to her. And so mm-hmm. anything Gemma does is going to piss her off at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the opening in this movie. Like you said, just the, the setting up the Zoom itself, the audio issues they were having to figure out, I thought was like really, it's so real, you know, mm-hmm. because it is real. And then the whole scene with like, you know, her hearing the first couple of bangs and knocks, mm-hmm. you know, and you're kind of like, oh shit, like are, we're already going to get into this. It's only been like three minutes into this movie. And then they kind of go to like, oh, it was Gemma throwing things on the window, which we'll get to the end of my, we'll get to the end of this thing. And I have a theory. I don't know if it's the same sound, but we'll get into that a little bit. Um, But uh, I just thought it was a good way to kind of like put you on edge right away. Mm -hmm. And then like, then you're alleviate the pressure for a good 15 minutes while you introduce everybody. Mm. Because if they wouldn't have done in the beginning, you would have been just sitting here for 18 minutes. That's right. Listening to them talk, which is fine, but you wouldn't have any of that tension. So I thought it was perfect the way they did it. I thought that was really, really cool. That's a great observation, Rob. I love that. That's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then like, yeah, like like, like Laura said, you know, and Greg said that, you know, everybody else starts popping on after that point. Um, you know, they're kind of just catching up a bit. How's everybody doing? Stuff like that. Kind of how we mm-hmm. normally do when we jump on together. Um, I do like the scene with the boyfriend where the Radina's boyfriend is like chopping, <laughs> angrily chopping onions in the background or something. And then she's kind of like puts it on mute and goes to the back and you can see them talking and, you know, and he kind of like leaves. And it was just kind of like, it felt like a very real moment. 
Yeah. Not to mention that in the movie, they were saying that the, you know, they were boyfriend and girlfriend and they decided to move in together during the quarantine. Oh, Ooh. man. That's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. we, the three of us, we've all been married for a long time. And sure, I mean, it's tough being in quarantine with your spouse. Mm-hmm. But I, it's almost like hard to imagine doing it with, in a fresh relationship. That's, that's like, I don't think that's anything the three of us can like wrap our minds around. So it definitely seems crazy. And I get why they're all like, oh shit, girl. Like, why'd you do that? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, so Regina has her boyfriend there. Um, Caroline has her dad like pop in for a second, which is a kind of a funny scene, you know, typical dad, mm-hmm. uh, you know, making like a funny dad joke or whatever, um, you know, which is Dad cool. doesn't want to stay indoor. He, he just wants to be outside. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Then pretty much um, then Teddy jumps on. So then pretty much you have the whole crew there now. Um, I, I, I want to just call out the fact that I love Teddy's acting in the beginning. Mm-hmm. He has this, you know, w- when he sits down on the on that wooden table and he jumps on the call with the rest of the girls, he has this really cool, like chill vibe that felt natural to me. He was kind mm-hmm. of genuinely happy to to hear from anybody, everybody on the call. He, you know, when he started showing them the music box and uh, as like his trigger object, as they were calling it, mm-hmm. that he was bringing to the seance, um, I thought the way, you know, his kind of facial expressions really felt like a person that was on a Zoom call. It's kind of like, you know, you try to be in front of the camera, but you're not perfectly there. He was just so spot on um, at the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, especially hearing that he's just like a stuntman. I mean, I don't know if he does acting too, but didn't seem like if you're a stuntman, you don't really like act, act. But uh, he, mm-hmm. I thought he was good. I thought he was good. He so, did great. I mean, dang, yeah. he definitely yeah. he was. He, he needs to get you know get more acting roles and stop trying to jump off buildings and stuff. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was trying to remember. Did anybody else have anything besides Teddy that was like a connection to a spirit or anything like that? Because he was trying to somewhat communicate with his brother. Correct. Yeah. Well, I was trying to look at, I tried to pause it and look at the different, again, they call them trigger objects, you know, things that are objects that are like somehow tied to a, maybe a deceased um, person or a loved one that used to be in your life. And I noticed that that Radina kind of had like a large chess piece. It looked like a pawn mm. piece that was really large. Um, uh, Emma had like what looked to be like a, ne- a Russian nesting doll. Mm. And Carolyn, I couldn't. I couldn't tell. It looked like she was holding a shake weight or something. I don't know what the hell that was. A shake weight. I did not notice I, that. How funny. I thought I thought it would have been cool to like go to see more of what each person had. Um, yeah. that they were trying to tie to mm-hmm. to the other other side. Yeah, yeah. Because because I feel like yeah, uh, Teddy was the only one where you kind of got a clear thing of like who he's trying to contact. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then pretty much there you got a. Uh, you got Haley pretty much giving everybody the, you know, the business of like, don't fuck around. Like, let's all be respectful, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think, mm-hmm. I think a Gemma tries to make a joke and Haley kind of has like a remark or a look or something like that of like, Oh shit. You know? Um, yeah. Then you got the, what do they call her? What is the lady called? She's a medium. Salen. I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't think she was a great actress. She definitely seemed like a medium to me, though. So maybe I did think her acting was good. I don't know. But um, it was just very unremarkable because she wasn't there for very long, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, but I did I did make note. Uh, I think we've all watched this. Me and Greg have watched this movie twice. Laura, I think, has watched this like five hundred times. She's watched it so many times now. Um, watched it like four times. Yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> the first time me and Greg did watch it, we were we were on a group text and just kind of chatting along. And I think I made a joke of saying like like her house literally looked like the Blair Witch House. Like it was creepy in the background. I was like, oh mm-hmm. my goodness, like what a what a horrifying house, especially to be a medium. Like you're, you're yeah. attracting ghosts. You think you'd have a brighter house. Shit. You know? <laughs> I, I have to ask, since we're talking about her right now, did you guys try to pause and see what was coming at her? Yeah. Oh. I think so you know, the first time around, I I was looking at a different screen when it happened. So I literally thought something jumped on her. Mm. But when I watched it the second time, I think it was like a, a stack of plates or some pots. <laughs> Something that was just standing next to her that tipped over no. and it hit her. Are you, yeah. Are you sure? But why would her internet cut out at that exact moment? Well, because they were messing with like spirits. Maybe. I don't know. It like, it <laughs> bugs me that I try, I've been trying to pause it on that exact moment and it's just completely, you can't, see what it is yeah, my, my first thought was like it looked like a cloak really that's what i thought for a split second like a black like sheet you know i didn't think it was pots and pans i don't know why she would have pots and pans in whatever room she's in greg but you know uh i don't know either but that's what it looked <laughs> like to me <laughs> i don't know it had like a weird lighting to it so yeah because she they call her after that correct yeah right so so clearly if that was a ghost she would have got on the line and been like hey guys a ghost tried to grab me <laughs> she didn't say anything so well the theory is was that really her when they call her back after that scene where something pops out at her and she disconnects or is that like a demon or a spirit Mm -hmm. i just feel like as far as the acting went she was very helpful with her information yeah like oh well you disrespected uh you know so and so and it became a mask and i'm like i'm sorry a demon and a you know, wouldn't be helpful in that they would try to scare you. Yeah, one of my favorite lines, it's not supposed to be a joke, is when everything goes to shit, we'll go through it a bit, but when everything goes to shit, people are dying and they finally get her on the phone and she's like, hey guys, like, how's it going? And I'm just like, I was like, is this like such a funny thing to be like, what do you, how do you think it's going? Like, we're fucking dying over here. So I was just like, yeah. oh my God, that was like so hilarious. Uh, yeah, but yeah, once she comes on the line, she kind of goes through the spiel with them of the rope and, you know, don't be scared. And even, I like the part where she brings up the word possessed and everybody of course reacts the normal way you would have like holy shit and she's kinda, yeah. she's kind of like oh like don't sweat it it's just like a word you know and i'm just like what <laughs> like how is it like i feel like you it's not just a word i feel like it's it's the worst thing imaginable yeah when when has there ever been a positive connotation of the word possessed yeah exactly <laughs> I yeah, yeah i think we all know what it means yeah but you have to love you have to love that that the moment where they first try to summon something and then you hear like the pounding and it's like her postmates or what do <laughs> yeah. they call it Ocado, which is like the UK <laughs> online grocer delivery. <laughs> Speaking of something that I don't think should have been funny but was, I loved in that exact moment. I think it was Emma who was like Haley, are we paying her? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I love that. That was so funny. <laughs> Like, is she still on the clock? Yeah. 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 That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Once she, when she finally comes back from getting her food delivery, uh, they kind of go through the stuff and she's talking about, you know, does anybody want to come through or make contact or blah, blah, blah. And then uh, you have Haley who feels like uh, something on her shoulder, which I thought was still interesting because that still happens before Gemma even tells her story. So that goes into my that goes into my theory at the end. That goes into my theory at the end. But uh, yeah, then you have pretty much Gemma, which I jumped when Gemma screamed. 
when she like yeah it was like because you're listening so closely <laughs> and she like takes like a deep breath and like is like shocked in the moment and, and definitely shout out to you know the actress in that scene you know going through the story of jack Oh, yeah. I thought that was a legitimate story, too. Me, too. Well done, Gemma. Yeah, yeah. She goes through the story. Laura, do you want to tell what the story she says? Yeah. So she goes through the story about, well, first of all, she feels pressure on her neck. And then um, and she says it's unbearable. And then when Salen's like, are you getting any kind of name? She goes, yeah, Jack. And then when Salen kind of pushes, do you know a Jack? She tells the story about how she went to school with someone named Jack who was very nice to her and helped her when she, you know, fell down and got an injury one time and how he, he hung himself. Um, And that is because that's all made up. That is what creates this mask that any demon can now come into and become this, you know, idea that the whole group can now visualize. You know, that's kind of what gives it power is that she tells the story and it's so descriptive that the whole group can visualize this. And that's kind of what sets it off. Yeah, because after she tells the story and she's kind of like, you know, quote unquote, sobbing in her hands, mm-hmm. that's when the medium gets kicked off, correct? Yeah. That's when, that's when mm-hmm. the plates hit her in the head, the plate, the pots and pans. <laughs> they, hit her, they hit her in the head and <laughs> she disappears. Because then that's when, that's when Gemma like reveals her hands and she's like smiling. And we forgot to talk about that Teddy went to go like, go have sex for a second he like boned out (laughs) literally you know i took it as like he has this girlfriend none of his friends like her so when he's like no i've got my call and we're gonna do a seance and this is my time you know his girlfriend's just like probably drunk or high and she's like well fuck this so she just comes in and she's like nope nope you're done sorry yeah i thought it was fucked up but she blew the candle out you know, which Ooh. I thought was another reason to be like, oh, shit, like you're going to get something's going to get you because you don't you don't disrespect the spirits like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But he, yeah, he's he's gone. He takes off. So, yeah, it's just the just five girls mm-hmm. now. The medium's gone, too. You know, Gemma just told her fake story. Everybody's pissed. I think they all start. <laughs> don't they all start yelling at each other? No, not yet. Um, It's Carolyn. Caroline. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I keep yeah. saying her name wrong. Um, she she hears something. And so that's when they do the whole attic discovery and she goes to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Which we've said, never go in the fucking attic. <laughs> never, never go in the fucking attic. And also, yeah, and hanging feet are just the worst. Oh, yeah. Hanging feet and legs, like, oh. Yeah, oh. yeah that, that, was, that was Greg's thing that he didn't like from The Conjuring was the feet. <laughs> I didn't like that either. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Which I mean, in general, like the whole movie, they do a lot of the same stuff that they do in a lot of paranormal movies. Yeah. You know, whether like hanging feet or, you know, certain other things that happen. But there's a reason why it's done over and over. It's because it works. Yeah. You know, definitely a lot of jump scares in this that should have been obvious. And maybe they were, but they yet still made me jump over and over again. Yeah. So she goes in the attic, you know, she's panning around with her selfie stick, which mm-hmm. Greg didn't understand how she got the selfie stick on a laptop or whatever she was using. Um, I said she had strong forearms because oh, right. to hold up yeah. like, I don't know how, maybe you've got like a iPad Air 2 or something, but if mm. it's like a heavy laptop, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but talking about the attic scene, I loved Caroline's acting in that scene. The fact that she was, you could tell how frightened she was. 
she is about to go up and look in her attic and then she kind of goes like nope 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 yeah, nope yeah. i mean <laughs> how real was that yeah. Oh, yeah and that's why she goes and grabs the selfie stick so that everyone else can see it and she doesn't have to <laughs> let me Which just say smart, like ev- yeah. everybody's acting in that scene for that matter was spot on uh, you know if you look at the different screens everyone's kind of witnessing this happen they're all doing this type of thing like you know like you've got mm-hmm. your head rest rested on your hand or your palm you're kind of like holding your head you want to see what's going on but you're like slightly protecting your face and what you're yeah. seeing everyone's uh facial expressions was so was so tense mm-hmm. and full of angst i loved it yeah all their reactions were so spot on shit yeah 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 i mean pretty much after that i think the next one is Haley, right because they start screaming at each other and that's when her chair gets pulled away correct Mm-hmm. That was the thing is was um was Salem. She said one of the early things that she said was, uh, respect the spirits and each other. Mm. Yeah. So the moment mm. they started bickering and it turned like into that scene from the thing where everyone's just screaming over on top of each other. That's when the the apparition just pulled her and her chair back, and it sort of mm-hmm. started getting physical with everybody. Yeah. yeah. I I kind of have a theory too. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's just keep going through it, Lauren. We'll get to our right. theory section and we'll we'll touch base. Yeah. Um All yeah. Right. So we'll touch base. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. That's so, definitely something you say in a Zoom call. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> so I'm so used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So then uh, uh Haley brings out the Polaroid, which I fucking loved. I love the fact that she used a Polaroid camera. You know, I mean, one, it gives you like the quick, like, you know, one second of a flash, which is always like I'm halfway wanting to see and then halfway I don't want to fucking see. So mm-hmm. like just knowing most filmmaking, like they're not going to show you on at least the first two times, third time they might. So like the first two times I would look and then the when I got closer to the third and fourth time, I would start like squinting one eyeball because <laughs> I like didn't want to <laughs> see what was like standing there. I'm like, I know a jump is coming. I know you're going to fucking try to get me, damn it. Um, but I also thought it was fucking creepy. The sound the Polaroid makes. Mm-hmm. you know when it was like going through the actual processing of the film it would mm. make like a like a not a screeching sound but just like a like a and it was like really <laughs> was that's a creepy laura laura got scared oh, yeah man. you give me the chills <laughs> that's the end sound bite <laughs> no don't try to take your end sound no, bite, greg. Greg, no, yeah. you're, you're talking about his balls greg we already we already coined it and that's the end sound by greg sorry so but i I thought the sound of the polar i thought was a great touch i thought it was a really cool idea yeah and actually that first scene where she's using the polaroid you're kind of waiting for something to pop out and nothing actually does in that first time but then you see the photo and i don't know if you guys really looked and zoomed in at first i thought someone was like sitting but higher up Mm -hmm. but then when i watched it like the third time i was like oh no they're hanging. Yeah, yeah. yeah their yeah. body's straight. Like they're hanging. Yeah, it's like in the far corner of the bedroom. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. It is hard to see. It is hard to see. Like I, yeah. I really had to like pause it to be, and like focus on it. Um, and I think you first thing you see is like you see the noose and you see the rope, and that's when I'm like, oh shit! And then your your mind fills in the gaps of like, okay, who is it and what they're doing there? You yeah. know, uh, which is freaking crazy because like I said, they already showed dangling feet in the attic. Then they're showing you literally like an entity of somebody hanging there by a noose. So you put two and two together. Together. it's fucking jack it's this thing that Gemma created uh which is mm-hmm. freaking crazy um yeah because then i think that's when they finally get a hold they call the lady back she, you know she took the pots and pans off her head she's standing back <laughs> up now <laughs> i'm just running with this greg this is your story <laughs> 
<laughs> Greg is laughing. Um, but uh, yeah, they finally get a hold of her and they kind of tell her what's going on. And that's when she gets into like, you know, you, you know, you disrespected them. You created a false narrative. You freaking, you created an opening to where a demon can like wear any mask they want, which mm-hmm. I put in my notes. Like I've never heard that in any other, any other type of like anything like a show I've been watching, a horror movie. I've never heard that before, which I thought was really cool because automatically I'm like, that's fucked up. I was like, yeah. that's fucked up. If you're saying a demon can like look however they want right now. I was like, that's fucking creepy. And that's really fucking genius, you know? Because mm-hmm. it, it makes me, yeah. it, from that point on, it made me second guess like anything, you know? There, there's certain points where like somebody will be on camera and I'm like, is that really them? Like, do they have a mask on? I don't fucking know. Oh man. Because you just yeah, you just you. you just opened the door to like being like anything can happen right now. This demon could put on anybody's face or anything it wants to look like, which is like crazy. Uh, so I just thought that yeah. was really, really cool and really, really um creative. And it kind of does. It kind of does mess with the visuals. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And also Caroline's acting in that scene where she's She's like sobbing. You know, she's the one that's the most scared at this point. And Salen says something like, well, if we're lucky, it's just a spirit who is wearing the mask. And it's mm. it's just your average spirit. No big deal. Yeah. And she's trying to choke out the words. Yeah. So then Haley has to like calmly decipher that to Salen like, Oh, no, she asks, what if we're not lucky? I don't know why. I just felt like that acting was so realistic, so spot on. Um, really, really awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they pretty much ask. They ask the spirits, or spirits in plural. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, of of kind of what's, you know, like whatever they said, are you a friend or are you something? And then there's one light that flashes. And then uh, I think it's Haley's lights that just like- Everyone's. Everyone's lights. Like a crazy power surge. It literally looked like Laura's house from The Conjuring. It was crazy. Let's not bring that into this. <laughs> <laughs> This is clearly how we, when we, we're scared, this is what makes us feel better. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, it's just like when my son keeps telling me at night now, like, fucking, oh, daddy, there's a ghost in the room again. I try to make a joke about it, you know? God. Um, I didn't tell you guys, too. Like, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to cut this out or not, but uh, the other day... Uh, you know, uh, I put I put a poll up on Twitter. Uh, so everybody listening, it might already oh, be done yeah. about my son likes to for some reason have a red nightlight on now where the room is dark and just has red. And I keep telling him like, please, can we not have red? It's super creepy, you know, and, and he just like laughs at it, you know, but he the other night he was like joking or I thought he was joking. And he was like, Daddy, Daddy, there's a ghost. There's another ghost. And I'm like, oh, fuck, not again. You're doing this again to me. And I was like, OK, like, tell me what he looks like. Or, I already regret the question. I shouldn't even ask him. I mean, he's oh, he's only man. three years old, so he doesn't have a lot of like perspective of like how to relate to things, which makes us even creepier. So what he told me is like, oh, it's big like you. He says, yeah, it's big like you. And he says it has long hair. And I was like, oh, shit. And then and then he tells me, oh, and he has a hook. And I was like, holy shit. <gasps> yeah, because I was like, wait, in my mind, I'm like, where like, where did he get the word hook from? Big, a bit, you know, tall like me, long hair. You could say that's me and his mom. That's fine. But once he puts in like another like adjective and a word to describe something that I'm like, that's, is that in your vocabulary? 
Like I was like, oh shit. And then he's like looking like over my shoulder and I'm like, oh God, I don't want to look right now. And so then he, oh my God. Then he like points to the wall. So then I go to turn and hanging on the wall is Maui's hook from Moana. So, uh, <laughs> so, so I, I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, thank you. Thank you, Moana Ugh. for, for saving me in that moment. Cause I was like, if he just pulled a hook from his mind, then that's fucking creepy. The fact that there was a hook there, and, ho- and I hope, I still hope he saw it and that's where he got it from. Then I was a little bit saved, but I, I was literally scared shitless for like 45 seconds where I was like, holy <laughs> fucking shit, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's get back <laughs> into the movie now. Not about my haunted home. Uh, so, uh, so where are we at right now? So they started screaming at each other, right? Laura, is that where we're at? <laughs> Well, they, the thing is, is they, they they lose they lose reception with medium, so they all like pause and um, they you know or the, the medium comes back and she goes, okay, well, all we have to do is is kind of like visualize this rope tied to each other and break the connection, and they Ooh. do that, and they think that everything's over because the the haunting stop happening, and they kind of stop and take a pee break, which was kind of cool because oh, it, it allowed right. the tension to settle yeah. a little bit. I love that it was kind of like a a break and all that action. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that, that's what started. That was like kind of the middle of the movie. That's right. That's right. Laura, are you going to talk about the boyfriend? Do you know what I'm going to yeah, say? I, I, I heard about it online and then I went and watched it the second time I paused it. Oh, Greg looks confused. I'm excited. I have no idea what we're talking about. Explain it to Greg. Greg. So after all of this happens and they all kind of like visualize cutting the rope and then they all kind of feel safe for a second. The very next thing that happens is Radina takes the computer and she goes pee. And they're like, oh, are you peeing? And she's like, uh, yeah, like maybe, you know, mm-hmm. and she kind of takes them with her. Um, this is before she starts looking for Alan. After she does that, that's kind of what starts her looking for him. Like, where is he? I can't find him. I'm assuming you didn't notice, but when she's walking to the bathroom, you see Alan's legs dangling over her. Like from the ceiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What? It's like a split second scene. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no way. Yeah. Really? Here we mm-hmm. go. Do you see that right there, Greg? Oh, those are his legs? Oh, yeah. I see, his fe- yeah. I see his feet. He's not wearing socks. Dang, man. Yeah. So she's walking to the bathroom in the scene, and he's just hanging right over. Jeez. Yeah. That is yeah. nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I definitely did, I didn't catch that the first time. Me neither. And I caught that on like my third watch and I was like, you, holy oh. shit. I was going to ask, you caught it without knowing? I had no idea. And then I read on Twitter yesterday, uh, I think I saw them say that someone, one person finally mentioned it and they were like, oh, it's gone in a split second. And I'm like, yeah, no shit it is. It's really hard to see. And then they said that that was one of their most expensive scenes that they did. Really? And I'm like, fuck, but everyone missed it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a cool like little, I guess you can call it Easter egg. You know, an, an Easter egg that if yeah. you didn't see it the first time, you can go back and watch. Yeah, it's when she's walking to the bathroom. You can see it in the background, his feet dangling. There. Oh, but I got to say, when Alan falls from the ceiling, like this whole scene is so scary. Things are starting to happen. Um, you know, Radina's clearly stressed out. She's got her mic muted. She's calling him, trying to figure it out, going room by room. And they're, they're like calling for her because they're like, shit's going down now. And she comes on and she's like, what? And then he just 
bam, falls to the ground. That was my hardest I jumped. Yeah. That scared the shit yeah. out of me. Another great like sound effect of like the noise when he hits is so loud. Oh. You're like, oh my God. Oof. Yeah. 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 Um, Who's the actual first one to die now? Technically, it's Carolyn. She's the first one. Um, we actually have already seen her head hit at this point, but everyone's, it was so brief. We've already seen her background start to loop, which I also think is so funny because I know people that have like made that background and it's like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, well, we do see her do it initially and everyone's kind of like, what was that? And then it looks like her computer dropped or something. So they kind of dismiss it. Uh, and then it and then it eventually comes back. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I thought that was like the most brilliant. One of the most brilliant parts of this movie oh, was was yeah. that. So a lot of people don't know you even know how this works, but it's a thing called virtual backgrounds, to where you can have like an animated background. And so I think the joke in this movie, which I didn't get the first time, but the second time it registered with me, is she created a, a moving background of her own room clean so I, I i take it that she did that so she didn't have to clean her room it just looks like a nice room and she could walk back and forth and the thing is is like it, you know in these um in these like in zoom and a video conference called media it it doesn't like rob said earlier you can't see anything that's behind you so if you've got like a messy living room or you've got a kid running around or you have you know whatever unsightly uh, visuals that you don't want people looking at you through your house you can just turn on the setting and it just shows you and whatever background you want to set. So the brilliant part of that was that uh, it looks like you're looking at her room and you think that everything's fine. And you can't tell that she's being like mauled by this ghost because it's in the background and the, the, cam- the camera can't pick it up. And then you uh, eventually get a flash of like her head hitting the screen because it, it happens for a brief second. And if you weren't looking directly at, at her screen, you it's, it's hard to catch. And it's, it's so shocking because if you were looking at a, a separate screen, you see that out of the corner of your eye and it gets you, you know that something happened, but you don't have time to catch it. And then it, then it just goes back. You see the flash of her head hit the, the monitor. Then it goes back to like this calm and peaceful virtual background of her walking through her, her bedroom, you know, opening up her drawer, brushing her hair. It, that was so jarring to me. I thought that was one of the most like brilliant. I guess you was a gimmicks that they uh, that they used in this movie. It was definitely my favorite scene. I mean, mm. I didn't think it was the scariest um, because I didn't jump, but it was my favorite. I thought I agree. It was definitely the most brutal scene. Definitely. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking about a yeah. you know at one point somebody gets lit on fire. Some other lady gets her neck broke in the air, and for yeah, it's it's Carolyn getting her face smashed into the computer over and over, and just like how it pauses for maybe two seconds for her to try to plea for help, and then it's all bloody. And it was definitely the most like you know vicious scene. Yeah. 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 Um. Is it is it the, is it time for the floating mask? Oh man! Because yeah. I have like so many questions about this scene of like maybe Laura can help. Like what what the hell was going on here? Because she's got she's got filters on her computer, um, and if she turns the camera, kind of like on an iPhone, if she turns it to be facing out, so she, you know, picked up the computer and was kind of walking around her house, and she had flipped the camera so we could see out. So now if the filter function is turned on and it picks up a face, it's going to put a filter on a face. Yeah, Um, I didn't know that. And Mm -hmm. yeah, and I mean, this is actually one of the big Easter eggs that um, Rob and Jed were trying to get at is that this played homage to Alice Sweet Alice. Um, 
And that was like the exact face from that movie. I've actually never seen that movie. So I didn't pick up on that Easter egg. I read about it later. But um, yeah, I just thought that was also really creative since she had had all those like face filters in the beginning, you know. Yeah, because we didn't even talk Uh, about the face filters. Do you guys remember the very first face filter she used? That was like that white, like it looked like like, like a demon. Oh, I was like, that's how you're starting your face filter. I was like, good Lord. Why not start with like a kitty cat? Yeah, I know. Right. And then she goes to like an evil pig. It's like, oh, yeah, you're not starting off on the right foot with the astral plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that uh, about the face filter thing and and this and that. I didn't know that. That's why I was so confused in that scene. I was like, why, why is there a mask? I thought it had something to do with the fact that the demon can wear a mask. So I thought like the demon no. like, put on a mask, yeah. or or I thought maybe like maybe in the background she was watching Jim Carrey's mask. And he had like a, it was just like a mask she wanted to wear or something like that. But like that's the that's the mechanic. Like the the software is supposed to to search the you know what it sees in in its uh, surroundings yeah. and look for something that looks like a face, yeah. and then then it immediately ap- applies like a mask. And that's kind of like a joke you see online. Something that uh, the camera thinks is a mask, and then it does like a face swap. Have you guys seen those? Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like you only you only understand that if you've if you understand how the technology works, which I thought was like really smart, which a lot of people nowadays are, they, they know about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know about it. I'm not hip like you guys. I'm an old fogey, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also love even later when she was like running and scared and the, and the camera was hitting her again. This is like before she gets under the blanket. Mm-hmm. She still has the fucking <laughs> filter turned yeah. on. So her face is <laughs> doing snake. like this funny yeah. snake face, mm-hmm. but she's like crying underneath it. Just so many like small parts of creativity. Yeah, it, it definitely was a good jump scare when she's trying to like touch the mask or the face, whatever you want to call it. And then it like turns, it turns super quickly. And yeah. that, that was like one where you're like, it got me to jump a bit, you know, and especially the way she's backpedaling. Um, and then it's just, she looks back and it's gone. And then you come to the, the trope of every horror movie now of like putting flour on a floor, which <laughs> like I said, this movie, it does so many things that you've seen in the past. Almost every paranormal movie does it, but it, it, they do it for a reason because it just works. And every mm-hmm. time I see it, we literally just did, you know, Conjuring and we did a uh, paranormal activity like a couple weeks ago too. It's exactly the same scene, but for some reason, right when you see that footprint come from nowhere, mm-hmm. I f- it fucking gives me the willies every single time, yeah. every fucking time, you know? Um, so I just, as much as like, it's something that they always keep doing in every movie, I fucking love it. I love that they do it. Yeah. Big um, shout out the acting by Emma under that blanket, especially in, um, like one scene where it just zones in. It's just her eye. Mm-hmm. And that's so good. But uh, yeah, I feel like, and then Teddy, I definitely want to talk to you guys about Teddy. Yeah. And then Teddy, Teddy pops back on. He, he got done with his business. You know, he got a little nookie on the side. He came back on. <laughs> and the first thing you see, and I love it is the puppet, the, his little creepy puppet walking. Mm-hmm. It's such a Rob. That's such a Rob. Yeah. I was like, I love Teddy. <laughs> Teddy's awesome. But I, I, yeah. I want to know what you guys think because Teddy and Jenny got it really bad, really fast versus everyone else. And he wasn't really mm-hmm. on the call hardly at all. Do you think that he would have gotten this fate, whether he dialed back in or not? Or do you think it's because he dialed back in and that's why they got it? Because I mean, it was, it was brutal. Yeah. I mean, I think in that little world they're building that I think he would have got it either way. I think it just happened to be, you got it on camera. You yeah. Know, you got lucky there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because like we said in the beginning, she the his chick blew out the candle. You know, he was disrespecting this, you know, blah, blah, blah. He was a part of it. He began it, you know. He was drinking. He was smoking. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he, was in, he was involved in the orig- original seance, I believe, that kind of yeah. started he was, everything. He was, rooted, he was rooted in it from mm-hmm. the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I Like I said, I, I like the clown. You know, the little clown puppet in the marionette. I thought it was pretty creepy looking, you know. I think I joked mm-hmm. on Twitter with one of the, either the, the, the director or Rob or Jed or one of the two of being like, oh, is that going to be your Annabelle spinoff? And he kind of like liked it, <laughs> which I was like, you you should. I mean, like, God dang, you yeah. know, <laughs> jump, jump on that because that was a creepy clown, um, yeah. you know. Um, I think yeah. he got it maybe pretty badly because his – um you know, his trigger object like made noise. He had like the most active object. Everyone else had kind of had like a static, you know, handheld object. His like made noise. And Mm -hmm. I think that he like antagonized like the spirit world when Mm -hmm. he did that. Yeah, definitely hearing his music box play again is is pretty creepy, you know. Um, you know, yeah. definitely back to our Conjuring episode. I shouldn't have played that music box. Mm-mm. You know, um, yeah, but like like Laura said and Greg said from the beginning, like this guy pretty much burns to death. You know, he gets burned. His girlfriend gets suspended in the air and her neck broken, drops him in a pool. Um, so they definitely had a like Laura said a quick but brutal demise. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then then. Then where are we at then? Then you're pretty much back to Emma's the only one there, I think, still. Well, Redina, Redina's done. Yeah, the 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 husband or the boyfriend fell from the ceiling. Uh, then she got picked up and I think dropped, you know, same thing to him. Yep. Then I think that's the point where Ailey got pulled through the door. Um, the door slammed shut. Then I think Gemma's pretty much just like, I'm going to go get her. She jumps off the Zoom call, puts on her mask, you know, like I'm wearing, and she starts running down the street. So then it's literally just Emma watching underneath her blankets as like... Teddy gets you know, killed. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and just waiting. Um, then I think it gets into Emma now, right? Mm-hmm. Then Emma goes, right? Yeah. She fall. The computer falls out her window, which it makes it seem right. like it's on a second story. And then we see her fall. We see the bunny slippers and then she hits the... Like it's like a picnic table or something. Yeah. And then then maybe a good five seconds, you're just looking at empty screens at that point. Mm-hmm. Some of them are clicking off, you know, where it's like showing like the image of their, what do you call their profile image, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was cool. You're seeing still the continuous loop of uh, Carolyn's <laughs> loop is still going, which I think is pretty funny. Um, and then you start hearing a banging again and you're kind of like, oh shit, what is it? And then a glass breaks and then you finally see Gemma like coming through Haley's window door. So she's in frame now. Um I like the part where she's like, fuck you. She tells the spirit, fuck you, which I thought finally somebody needs to cuss this guy out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, she gets hit by the wine bottle. Oh, that's right. I laughed audibly when she got hit by the wine bottle. Did anybody else laugh? Did you guys, did you guys laugh? I did. And I'm, I'm kind of bummed about the scene because they threw a real bottle at her. It was a like a sugar bottle. I guess something that's really light that breaks. So they did that a bunch of times. She really got hit and fell. But if you, it's so crazy when you watch the scene, she like completely disappears. Like off. Yeah, the, it's weird, right? So I think that was one of the like special effects, like a CGI where they were trying to clean something up. But I'm like, oh man, I wish she would have just let her fall, and that was that. I, I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I liked it. To me, it was just a glitch in the feed. You don't see her completely disappear. Oh, that's you true. see her like kind of it glitches and then she she still falls to the ground. I thought that was a really oh, that's great a good point. Effect. Screen glitching, yeah. I actually didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she stands up. She's bloody. 
all the fucking tea and crumpets start coming out of the cupboards and shit, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> so then, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, FYI, we're just fucking jealous. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Then she, she opens the, you know, um, Haley's hallway door, you know, and starts going through the hallway and hearing knocking and trying to figure out where this demon's at. And then she opens the, I guess it'd be the bedroom door. I'm assuming it's the bedroom. And then it's dark. Another reason, another thing in this movie, which me and Greg have this text going was we're watching of like, why aren't you guys turn on any goddamn lights? Well, especially Haley. Why doesn't she ever turn lights on? Yeah. I, I feel like she was like the, the veteran of this spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I have to show everybody that I'm cool. And I've done this a million times, guys. And blah, blah, blah. You know? And so she was like, I'm not going to turn on the lights you know i, I kind of didn't like her character to begin with but yeah um we'll get into that um okay. yeah so, so then pretty much she pops out of the dark she pops out of the dark which is somewhat of a scare you know but that was the moment where i thought for a second is it her mm-hmm. i thought for a second like oh shit is it her or is like the demon like wearing her like a mask Ooh. you know Ooh. Wow. Yeah, but then she gives her the elbow bump and I'm like, all right, it's her shit, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, because then you get into pretty much the end of this movie, which is, and you know, they bring back the Polaroid again. They start shooting the Polaroids off, which again, I'm like, God damn it. Why are you guys going to make me watch this, you know? Oh, and it's like five times before they show it. Yeah. Yeah, so the fifth time, you know, this demon, boom, it just kind of pops out of the dark and then just cuts you know then like that's it i mean right before that though i forgot to mention you have the whole pop-up with uh your zoom meeting has 10 minutes left mm-hmm. you know like you need to upgrade <laughs> which i thought was like so so awesome you know and also explains why this movie is only 58 minutes long yeah. because i guess uh, you know if you don't upgrade you only have an hour of free communication mm-hmm. but i was wondering too like who clicked the the the, the not delete button but you know what I mean? Like the pop-up popped up. Who clicked out of the pop-up? The demon. <laughs> okay, Laura. <laughs> I thought that'd be better if the demon was like upgrade. <laughs> he put he puts in his credit card number. It's like 666666. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he puts in all those passcodes and stuff like that. That'd be pretty awesome, you know? Um, yeah, but yeah, you're at the end. Like I said, <laughs> the, the demon goes, this thing shuts down and that's pretty much it. You know, we kind of went through linear. Like Laura, Laura said a couple weeks ago, we don't go through many movies linearly yeah. unless we really kind of want to go through them. Um, usually it's not a Greg movie, but uh, <laughs> um, so do you guys want to point out a couple of things you liked about this movie? You know, a couple of big positives. Go ahead, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I just one um, maybe that I, I really liked was when they were first hearing noises and, and Haley thought it was coming from behind her. She decides to have everybody turn up their, their mic sensitivity on their, on their zoom app. So then you, you kind of hear like the static uh, of the silence. And I almost, mm-hmm. in that moment, I almost wanted to turn my TV down. I was like, okay, something's, something's going to pop out of me. Something's going to be very loud something's going to scare the clothes off my body. So let me just go ahead and turn that knob down. But I thought that was like, I had never seen that before. And that was really creative. Yeah. 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 I mean, for me, like we kind of already kind of talked about a lot of the positives and just, you know, most more or less just a shout out of like how they made this movie is Mm -hmm. just such like a, you know, such a cool thing for them to do. It almost gives them extra points knowing how they did it. Yeah. You know, um, even if this movie was mediocre, you'd have to give them cred for even doing this. But it, it is a good movie, which also helps. Um, like I said, the acting I thought was spot on, except the median. There was a couple of times where I'm like, oh, she didn't really sound believable to me. Um, 
yeah, the the effects, I think, were all, like you said, mostly practical, which I thought really was well done. The couple of scenes where you actually see someone of the demon are fucking creepy as hell and get you good jump scares. Um, and even like I've been saying this whole time, you know, the fact that they're reusing a lot of stuff from other movies, but they're reusing the best stuff and they all fucking work. There's not one time where they have a scene that I've seen before in another movie and I feel like slightly irritated or annoyed, like, oh, you're using that again. Mm-hmm. I just love it and i just think it works so well so i mean yeah i I love i love almost everything with this movie really great movie yeah but you laura you guys have already covered everything so i'm not gonna um go into any of that stuff anymore because i completely agree the only other thing that i really liked was i'm a big easter egg fan whether i get it or not um and after doing a lot of research just reading articles that the director and writers and cast have been in and just so much information on Twitter, which has been great and easy. Um, just seeing how many Easter eggs were thrown into this movie. And I know for a fact there are so many that no one has even caught. There's going to be an article coming out in, I don't know when, a month, six months, a year. And it's going to list out so many that none of us have caught. But the ones that have been noticed um, which I want to just quickly run through because you got to give props for these. Um, so in the very beginning, the, the password is DMK, which is in reference to Night of the Comet, which is Jed's favorite movie. And, and the participation ID was the air date of Ghostwatch. Um, the crew loved that movie and apparently used it as inspiration for host. I've never seen it. So we're going to have to add that to our list. Um, I think we've already talked about this, but every death was kind of foreshadowed or there was some kind of hint or clue what was going to happen to each character. Uh, something with the camera and the photos that came from it was a shout out to Lake Mungo, which again, I've never seen that movie. Uh, the sheet gag was actually something from Satan's Slaves. And then I think I talked about the face filter was from Alice, Sweet Alice. So just like a ton of other horror movies they were trying to reference. And I'm really excited because if I loved this movie this much um, and they were referencing these other movies I've never even heard of that they like got inspiration from and they love these movies, I feel like, great. I now have like a whole nother list of movies I've never heard of that I can't wait to check out. So yeah really cool nice nice no that's a great that's great yeah yeah um i know laura you wanted to ask a question of pretty much like you know out of all the people in this movie like who are each of us you know who would you i think i've asked this on on multiple episodes you know um yeah like who who would best embody you that's usually how i put it you know not like who's you but who would best embody you in this movie yeah it's just it's so crazy with this group though because i feel like i keep switching my answer so you have Hmm. to really really honestly be like okay put me in their shoes how would i act who is that most like and i think that i was not doing that the first few times so yeah i want to hear your guys's answers who are you from this movie i think truthfully I think truthfully, my honest one is like, I'm definitely Teddy. Like, (laughs) like I totally would have came back on that call and been like, I got a creepy puppet. Let me make a walk through the camera. I would have been making jokes, you know, I mean, from our Tremors episode, I said I was Melvin. So I'm totally Teddy in this, you know. What about you, Greg? (laughs) (laughs) I thought about this while I was watching the movie. And I I think you can distinguish the different characters in, in so many ways, but like the most... Um, prominent one was kind of like how scared or how seriously they took this 
experience. Some mm-hmm. took it very seriously. Some clearly didn't. And some took it kind of like in the middle. And I thought that Radina w- was kind of like me. Like, you know, she was very concerned mm-hmm. about what was going on, but she never really showed her fear. Mm-hmm. You know, she was never really like on edge and, and like let it let it be seen by everybody. Um, I was like really digging, like her mannerisms kind of like felt like something that I would do. She was very like contemplative, the way that she would like look around. It just felt like the way that I would kind of behave as the events were transpiring. And then also there's yep. this little, you know, when they're waiting for um, for Salen to, to get into the chat for the first time, everyone's kind of like, ooh, you know, she does this kind of like little two finger dance. This is something I kind of do when I get kind of excited. <laughs> so I thought, okay, I was like, all right, that's, that's definitely me. Yeah. I've <laughs> a whole journey with this um at first when i first started watching this movie before it even ended i was like well i'm probably Haley. i'm the one who like fucking started all this shit and then i was like That's what i thought wait a second no i'm not I, I i would literally never do this so then i was like well maybe i'm Gemma because mm. maybe i'm the one who pops on and i'm like this is bullshit i don't believe in this i'm gonna fuck mm. shit up but you know what i wouldn't do that either and then there was a split second where I thought I was Emma because I read that the actress, also Emma, um, fun little Easter egg, she refused to use anything but alcohol in all of those drinking scenes. So she was actually <laughs> taking shots and drinking wine. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's for sure me. But, that's true. Yeah. you know, that's not her character. That's who she is in real life. So... Emma, I love you. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna have to piggyback with Greg here. I decided that I was for sure Radina as well. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Because it's totally like what you said, Greg. I'm not the one to start it, but when I pop on, I'm like gonna kind of take it seriously, but kind of be skeptical. And I feel like she almost has this thing where she's like, all right, guys, like you got the scaredy cats, the one who wants to fuck shit up, which I'm not gonna do. And then the one taking it super seriously. And she's just kind of like, well, we'll see what happens kind of thing. I think that's totally me. I love that she is the one keeping up with Teddy on all of the drinking, all of the shot. And every time he drinks, she's like off on the corner, like, yup, I'm taking a shot. Um, but then you definitely see that she she does get scared. I mean, she has to take the computer with her to pee. That's me. Um, <laughs> and then what really sealed the deal for me was the scene where she's frantically looking for Alan. You know, if something happened to my husband, I would be like, fuck you bitches. I got to figure out where he went. I'm scared. And then when they call her over and she comes back and she's like, what? Oh my God, that's me. That is my, <laughs> my sassiness and my temper coming out. So yeah, two, two Redinas and a Teddy. I like nice. it. Nice. No, no jacks. <laughs> wow. Interesting. I thought Greg was going to say he was going to be Alan, the boyfriend, because he's oblivious <laughs> of what's going on and he just got killed for no reason. <laughs> It's a close second. <laughs> yeah, that was your explanation of Tremors was just like you were just a passerby that got killed. <laughs> I was really hoping someone would say they were Carolyn's dad, just like going out to the pubs and not giving a fuck about COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 was a, that was a question I had, though, for you, Laura. We're at the end now, so I can ask questions. But what happened to the dad? He's okay. I learned this from Twitter. Apparently, that's the story. He went out to the pub, and that's why she couldn't find him in the house. And he's oh. alive and well. And this it's really her dad in real life. And he now has an IMDb account, and it's very exciting. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm glad we all sorted out who we were. I'm glad Laura literally went through every character and figured out who she was. <laughs> Sorry. I do want to say, as much as I liked Regina's character, I, I hate the fact that she actually had 
my scariest moment, which probably shouldn't have been a scary moment in the entire movie. She's looking for her boyfriend and then she's kind of got the laptop walking around the house. And then as she puts it down, her like hair hangs into the, it kind of like falls into the screen. I like like flipped on the half the couch when that happened. And then I replayed. And I thought, why, why did I get scared at that? I felt like a complete idiot. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. So let's get into, let's get into some negatives. Do you guys have any negatives, if anything, that you want to kind of point out? Well, we already covered the one. Like I didn't like you know, when Gemma got the bottle thrown at her and then like disappeared. I, I, I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying, Greg, and that probably is what it was supposed to be, but it kind of pulled me out because I was like, oh shit, mm. was it supposed to be like that? It looks super fake. Um, yeah, it really sucked because there was nothing wrong with Haley's character, but she just bugged me for some reason. Um, yeah. Just taking it too seriously. And it that was the only part of the movie that I didn't find believable was how she was friends with these other girls. Like I didn't understand mm-hmm. that vibe, you know, True. like I, it's almost like I want more of a backstory with them. Like, was this, do they get together like weekly and have zoom calls and it's all light and fun. And she kind of gave them a warning, like, Hey, I really want to do this. And then if that's the case, I want to know why and what she was trying to get out of it. And that kind of actually plays into one of my theories, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was kind of crazy that, like, for the most part, the two characters you probably dislike the most, Haley and Gemma, watching this movie, are the two people that live at the end. Well, maybe. We don't know. I mean, the demon pops out. Mm. So. Well, whatever, you know, are the last ones to survive. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, Haley had a stick up her butt the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I was just kind of like, oh, geez, you know? And then, yeah, and then Gemma, when she when she lied, I was just like, oh, how dare you do that to the spirits, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. What about what about you, Greg? Do you have any negatives? Yeah, I had kind of one big one, and it, it kind of ties into what you just said, Laura, about it. And it just really hit me when you said it pulled you out the scene with the with the wine bottle. And I think that in a lot of these movies that we're watching, that's such a key component. It's either doing one of two things: the movie's either pulling you in or it's pushing you away. And I think mm-hmm. for the most part, you want the movie to always be like pulling you in. Sometimes it just kind of holds you there when there's, a, but you never want to be drawn out. That's always that's always a negative thing. And I feel like one thing that always draws people out is when the proverbial shit is hitting the fan mm-hmm. and you have the characters who are stuck in that situation in rather than trying to eject themselves from that, they continue to press on and investigate further as if they don't care. Um, and that that that's something that I kind of turns me off in a lot of movies. And the way that played out in this movie, which I didn't like, which unfortunately was at, towards the end, was the Polaroid camera thing. I mean so Gemma's hmm. trying to find Haley and they're stuck in the back bedroom and they think that the, uh, the ghost is on the other side of the hallway and they pick up the Polaroid camera and then they start snapping pictures. Um, yeah, for me, that was like, I, I really You're like, that's a no for me, dog. Or yeah, <laughs> like, you know, you know that it, you know that it's there, you know, that it's there. There's no need to take pictures and advance closer toward it toward it and i felt like that that really that really pulled me out and i didn't i didn't like that because i don't know like i i do have to say like the last scare where they took the flash and it jumped at you was was amazing i really jumped at that too and that was the last thing you see well done on that excellent but um yeah i didn't like that it didn't that didn't feel like believable you would leave the house 
You know, I don't care if it's quarantine, just leave the house. You know, uh, anything outside is is a, a thousand times safer than what's going on yeah. in the house. Um, yeah. But I'll, but wait, wait, Greg. But for me, though, before you go on again, like to me, like that was Haley, though, this whole movie. This whole movie, she kept going towards whatever it was. She's she was the yeah. She was no, she was the veteran. She's done this before. She's been through these seances. She's clearly like not that afraid. So at the end, when she's going towards it, I didn't think it was unbelievable because this whole movie has been about her doing that. That's all she does. Well, her her experience is not having all of your friends murdered, right? So the the moment that the first person dies or is you know is is brutally killed, I think all of your intuitions about what you think of the supernatural world goes out the window and you just you leave. I don't know. Like I see yeah. what you're saying. No, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're mm-hmm. saying. Like, but it's it it could go either way. And I and I I think that yeah. it was mostly done as like unfortunately I, I think as a as a contrivance to to create a jump scare at the end but are, are minor compared to the positives in the movie but uh yeah i definitely wish i i didn't get pulled out yeah 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 okay uh let's get into now some of our theories i think me and laura have a couple theories we want to talk about so i think for this episode i'm gonna be still in the grave for a bit i think laura's gonna try to come in here with yeah, me too speak on so in uh, Let's get some grave robins here. Can I talk about? All right. So we, we don't need graves. Graves, we're taking your coffin for a bit. You don't need to do anything. <laughs> you need you need to get working on, on games, man. You've been slacking the last <laughs> couple of days. So get on those graves, you know? Shit, man. Yeah, me, me and Laura got a couple theories we want to talk about here. Uh, do you want me to go first, Laura? Or you want to go first? Sure. Yeah, you go first. You go first? Okay. So my my biggest theory that I have is that Haley already had a spirit with her before this started. And that there's actually two spirits in this movie. So everything that involved Haley was to actually protect her. So that's my that's my big theory in this. <laughs> It's your theory too? No way. <laughs> yeah. Did you come up with this on your own? I didn't look online for anything, so I don't I wasn't influenced. No, I came up with this today when I was I oh. watched it for a fourth time today without any sound. A because I had my child right there with me, but also because I was just trying to see backgrounds. I was like, I want to see anything that I might have missed. And that's actually when I finally saw the legs, you know, hanging over Verdina. Um and I noticed that like looking at Haley's facial expressions compared to everyone else's, um, you know, the fact that she like pops out at the end, like she was hiding in her bedroom Mm -hmm. unharmed minus a little bit of blood right here and like smiles when she sees Gemma, like, Hey friend, like, (laughs) so you've just been chilling in your dark ass house, like under a desk with the demon. Okay, cool. But I also noticed that every time, and again, I couldn't hear what they were saying, but every time she would get into any kind of like yelling match with Gemma, like you'd see Gemma yelling at her. That's when Haley. Yeah would mm-hmm. like move backwards. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she wanted to do the seance so bad and wanted to be respectful to the spirits or the demons. And it, it did kind of seem like there was just something there. And it made me realize that everyone's blaming Gemma for starting this, but I actually think Haley started it. And I think, I mean, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was a protection thing or a, a 
the fact that she had a spirit there already. Again, like I mentioned before, I'd love to know why she wants to do the seance. She never actually tells you who she wants to communicate with. What if she has mm-hmm. like clearly someone in mind, someone she's already spoke to, someone that's already with her. Like you said, Rob, that's a great point. There's just, there's something there. It, it all, somehow it all centers around Haley somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, it's, it's so much the fact that, like I said, from the beginning, Right when this movie starts, Haley has like two thumps you hear and, you know, her closet door opens and like stuff falls out. So you're kind of like, okay, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Gemma's throwing things at the window. So you're kind of like, you're relieved to think like, oh, that noise is coming from Gemma. But I swear, listen, watching the second time, I'm like, those are not the same sounds. Mm-hmm. The very first two thumps you hear are like internal, inside. What you hear way later on, like a ghost, like tapping or banging. Not what you hear when the things are hitting the window. So to me, from the very beginning, something's already with Haley mm-hmm. from the very beginning of this movie. Um, and she says multiple times that she has done this before. Mm-hmm. She's done seances. You know, that's why she was so irritated when people were messing around. So she has a track record yeah. of doing this. Like Laura said, we don't know what she's experienced before. She, I think, mentions that she has, she told the medium lady, yeah, things have happened to me before. And that's all she really says. She doesn't give into details, you know, so you don't know exactly what it is. But the other thing, like Laura was talking about, the part where her chair is pulled away my viewing of that was like something's trying to protect her. Mm-hmm. Something's trying to, re- to remove her from the dangerous situation, which is the demon, you know, haunting this Zoom mm-hmm. chat, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and killing people that are there. So that whatever is with her, I, w- I would say is maybe more of a spirit, not a demon originally, is trying to protect her and trying to get her away from the situation. Mm-hmm. That's the way I took it, you know? And then later on, when of course it, it pulls and... Laura, don't start the video, Laura. Don't start I, come on, Laura. I heard that. You heard that? Yeah, it sounded like... Yeah, it was, it was like a snap, like a snap or something, like a crack. Oh, my God. Guys, check Twitter to see if Annabelle is still there. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that'd be so creepy if right when Laura changes her screen, there's just like a thing behind her. <laughs> <laughs> I like your theory, um, though, Rob. It's okay, like it's right. pulling her away from the seance. Mm-hmm. In a sense, yeah, it's trying to protect her, you know, because like Laura said, once she's dragged to the room, even though it's definitely like it's scary when she's pulled away and pulled into the room, she's in there the whole time and nothing happens to her. Yeah, like why didn't the demon kill her? It dragged her and pulled her away. That's where my thing is more like it's the original spirit, the OG spirit, her friend, whatever this is, Casper. You know, and it, it, it pulls her to the room to protect her. And it's like, it probably doesn't talk to her. It's not like stay in here, but maybe it pulls her in here and it's just like, you need to stay here. Yeah. You know, don't go out there. Because if you realize once Gemma comes in at the end, the danger is not from Haley's oh, room. Living room. It's, it's from Gemma coming in. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So if, you, if you're going from like angles, when she's pulled in, Something pulled her from behind, meaning it was behind her. It pulled her in. It's with her on that side of the door. I know it can jump around and this and that, but once Gemma comes in, it's coming from the front. Yeah. So to me, there's two things going on here. Yeah. And that was my biggest theory was like, there was a spirit with Haley to begin with. And two, it was trying to protect her. Yeah. And it was trying to help her at the end. I don't know. I mean, this, this movie is getting so much buzz. I feel like they're definitely going to make a sequel 
So I don't know if any of this is part of the story. I don't know if they even thought about this stuff. I don't know if, you know, the second part's going to come out and like Haley's alive and they're going to be like, oh, I don't, I don't know what happened. Like I blacked out and you're going to f- figure out later on that there was like a second spirit that jumped in the way and protect her. I don't know. I have no idea. But just watching this, I thought it was just so interesting that the way that things played out for Haley to me were the fact that there was more than one spirit involved here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think that that is very possible and I actually didn't think about Mm -hmm. it that way, but like I said, I just totally think it's definitely something with Haley and kind of going off what you were saying, Greg, like no one would do that. The Polaroid camera. I just think I, I have a problem with the, with her popping, like I said, popping out under her like desk in a pitch dark room completely unhurt and the way she smiles when she sees Gemma Mm -hmm. first of all they like hate each other and second of all I think it would be more like emotional you're in lockdown you haven't seen someone in how long uh someone's like broken into your home to save you but she just kind of gives her a smile like all right here we go and then so when you were upset that she just kept flashing the camera and getting closer and closer I saw that as like she's clearly not scared of this thing and she's trying to fucking get it to like maybe come mm. get Gemma or, or like, like she just was not afraid of it. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so my thing is more like, like they're friends. Laura's thing is like, they're accomplices, which is fucking, <laughs> that's even, that's even more fucked up than mine. I know. Like, I you don't know, know what but, it yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, both way, both ways. I like it, you know, yeah. both ways. I want to see that sequel, you know? Wow. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Huh? What do you think about those, Greg? Are we blowing your mind? Yeah, I think that would be an amazing sequel to see um, uh, Haley. You go back in time and you see Haley do a seance and that's where she gets, she gains like an attachment. And then Mm -hmm. when you go back and watch this movie, you see that it was still attached to her the whole time. And it's actually like uh, defending her from from all of the action. That would be Mm -hmm. so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's like the ghosts from uh, Pet Cemetery, where it's like riding on buses with her <laughs> in airplanes and making smart jokes here and there. I would love that. Yeah. I know Laura loved that ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's favorite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Wow, cool, cool. Well, there, yeah, there's our theories. You know, I guess we won't know until maybe 2021 or 22 when they ever make a sequel and kind of see which which direction it goes. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if anybody wants to email in, let us know what they think of our theories or if they have another theory. I mean, yeah, email us in, you know, uh, conjecturingpod at Gmail. You can hit us up, Twitter, Instagram at conjecturingpod. Just let us know what you guys are thinking because there's definitely something there. Mm-hmm. There's something there. I just don't know exactly what it is. So yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's get to, oh, shit, I forgot. I got to close the casket door. I got to get the get graves <laughs> out of here. All right, Graves, I'm glad you, you were working the whole time. So uh, we'll see you later, Graves. Can I talk about it? No, you don't, you don't get to talk. Maybe next week, maybe next week. Uh, I think it's time to get to our ratings. I think it's time to get to the ratings here. Um, so let's do one to five. Let's do, let's do how many astral shots? We've already yeah. been taking shots. Laura got hammered in the beginning of this. Yeah, I'm okay now. You're okay now. You're right now. Okay. So let's do let's do how many astral shots you give in this movie. One to five. Uh, let's start with Greg. What do you think, Greg? How many how many shots you give in this movie? I'm gonna give this movie three and a half shots. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. At first, I was thinking three, but kind of going through it with you guys, it, it makes me really appreciate a lot of the things that they were doing. Um, you know, I I wasn't 
um, totally blown away by the movie. In the end, I kind of thought like, well, you guys did a cool thing, but I, it yeah. was so creative. It was so creative and knowing what they had to work with and how they had to do it was just so impressive. And the acting was, was spot on like that. You In any movie, if you have good acting, it doesn't matter what the content is. You can, you can carry me all the way. Um, and then also like the rewatchability value of the movie, the fact that it's so short, mm-hmm. you, I, I felt excited to watch it the second time because mm-hmm. this is, I always had a theory about creating a movie where you could watch it multiple times and then look in different ways at it and see, see something completely different. And I never, I never thought about how that might get pulled off, but this is a perfect opportunity to do that because you literally have four or five screens and in different times of the movie, they're popping in and out and doing different things. You could watch this movie possibly five times and see completely different things. And that's such a novel concept um, that I think you could even do more with and, and more movies probably will do. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, I mean, Laura watched it five times and each time she was a different person watching it. So <laughs> she, she literally did that you know but yeah i i agree i agree wow crazy uh what, what do you think laura what's your rating gonna be for this movie what's your how many shots um i am giving this 4.25 shots wow. uh i i pretty much had four in my head from the get-go i was like i really like this movie and you know you like a movie easily a four um but yeah i kind of like what greg said just like going through it, the Easter eggs, the fact that it was created during a pandemic, you know, the, the acting, the, the fact that they all had to do their own stunts. I mean, that's just all so amazing. Um, I think it deserves a lot of credit. I would recommend this to everyone if they haven't seen it. It's definitely worth it. I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times. I have a feeling I'm going to watch this a ton of times. Just it's, it's such an easy watch past the jump scares, of course. <laughs> It's pretty scary the first few times. So yeah, 4.25. Wow, nice, nice. Man, that's so crazy. Like, yeah, I was I was borderline watching this movie saying like, I definitely enjoyed it. You know, I didn't have a lot of negatives with it. You know, I think the fact that it is such a short time frame almost gives it more, you know, more points for me because mm-hmm. they get so much done in such a quick time. That's and it's true. just like... You know, there's there's a 15 minute setup and then you're on it. You're you're going you're mm-hmm. going here. There's a couple of parts where you you kind of, you know, have a little bit of a break. But man, to cram, you know, this type of movie in 58 minutes, 59 minutes, whatever it is, is pretty amazing, you know. Yeah. And, and I didn't even think about what Greg talked about of like giving them extra credit for, you know, kind of like what they did, you know, with the situation they were dealt with. You know, the fact that they're in quarantine, how they did it, stuff like that. You know, I think that's extra points for that, you know, um, just being how creative they were to do certain things, certain ways and abide by all the protocols that are being put in place right now over COVID stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I was amazed, Laura, when you said the fact that like they they shot certain things not in the same room together with with Gemma and Haley. Mm-hmm. I just figured you know, you both maybe got your temperatures taken. You're both are good to go. Yeah. Let's, let's just, let's just shoot yeah. the scene. You know what I mean? You're only gonna yeah. be together for maybe five minutes. But the fact that they like still like didn't have them together. That's freaking amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. So I definitely give them extra credit for that. Um, so I think I'm, I think I'm going to go higher to Laura. I'm thinking I'm going to go four and a half. I'm nice. going to go four and a half. Like you said, it, it's so close to me to being a five because, you know, Oh, fuck it. I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five. You know? Yeah, I think I am because, you know, like Greg said too, I didn't even consider rewatchability. Yeah. You know? 
like that alone gives me an extra like bump too uh, of rewatchability. Like every time you watch this movie, you can pick up something different. It's a great, it's a great movie. Great for what they did. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, Doesn't it feel yeah. good too? You were so scared to watch this. You were like second guessing mm. your choice. Doesn't yeah. it feel good that you like got through it? This got me. This this definitely I think was like you know paranormal. Ha- I had seen before, so it it definitely made me nervous. But I've seen it. Mm-hmm. That's why I was so nervous about this because I'm like I know this is gonna do what paranormal does to me, but I'm not gonna be able to pre- be prepared. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to be prepared of the jump scares. And that's what fucking got me the most was that shit. So yeah, yeah, this is just like such an accomplishment for everybody involved. I know I said it before, just shout out to everybody that was involved in this and how they made it. And I'm just so excited to see what these people do for the future. Oh yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. So let's, uh, you know, that's it for the movie we're talking about. We're on to next week's movie reveal. So next week is Laura's pick. Uh, she kind of maybe teased that she was going to change her mind here because Greg never saw the craft, but I don't know if that's going to happen. No, I'll, I'll add that to my list down the road, but Mm -hmm. no, I've kind of had this already planned for a while. Um, I am picking a movie that Greg and I have disagreed on in the past. Uh, it's a movie that Greg's wife told me to watch, said that they both really liked it. Uh, my husband and I watched it and we totally were like, uh, that was whatever. And I've only seen it that one time and it was a long time ago. And I have a feeling that I am wrong. And to be honest, I want to be wrong. So uh, I'm sure Greg already knows what I'm talking about. The next oh, yeah. movie we are going to be watching is You're Next. Yeah. Nice. I I don't think I've ever even heard of this movie. What the hell is this? It's not a ghost movie, so we get a break. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Thank God. Laura's Laura's house is very happy. It's getting a break from ghosts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This was like the the other movie next to The Visit that boggled me how we could be so different on our opinions. I know, but you know what? I think that, uh, I think I've mentioned this in one of our very early episodes. I had a very brief time where I was so picky with my horror I just didn't appreciate anything for what it was during this window. It had to be like, you know, it had to be a five for me to even be like, oh, that was good. So um, I, I don't know. I just I've been seeing people talk about watching it and how great it is. And I'm like, I think and I hope that I'm wrong. And I'm really excited to rewatch it because it's been so long. That'll be great. Yeah. Nice pick for for somebody that's never seen it like me, uh, can you kind of describe a little bit? Is it like Home Invasion? Is it? Yeah, you know? I would say it most resembles Home Invasion. Um, it oh, okay. centers around a female character, her boyfriend, and she decides to visit the home, like the family home. I think this is right. At least it's been a long time of her boyfriend. And um, it kind of has a stranger's vibe to it. it like masked people come and try to kill them all. Mm. And that's as much as I'll okay. say. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. Cool. Like you said, I'm glad I'm getting a break from uh ghosts, but we're going into like serial killers. So yeah. Okay. I guess that's cool. <laughs> you know, more real world, I guess, you know, Um, but uh, cool. Okay. All right. I never heard about it, but I guess I'm excited to watch it. You know, that'll be cool. Uh, I'm excited to hopefully maybe see you guys yell at each other. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I always yeah. look forward to that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. So if anybody wants to email us in, let us know what other movies we could throw on our list that we need to watch. Uh, Conjecturing Pod at Gmail or hit us up Twitter, Instagram at Conjecturing Pod. Um, also remember, subscribe, rate, review our podcast everywhere you're listening to it. And so that's it for the week. Uh, this has been The Conjecturing. I've been Rob. And Laura. And Greg. Yeah. Until next time, remember, horror is subjective, so conjecture away. See ya. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Teddy's uh, balls. That's that's impressive. <laughs>